today's show, I have singer Ilya, and he has been promoting his, I guess you'd call it a mixtape album called All These Thoughts. He's got a yes, new single and video called Habibi. We're going to talk about those yep. and hopefully uh, his thoughts on the legacy of the boy bands and how he fits in. So welcome to the show, Ilya. Hi, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, you bet. We're going to concentrate on your music, but you've got an interesting story. You know, leading up to these releases, you auditioned to be on the TV show The Voice, and you got yes. selected, but you also got recruited by uh, Jimmy Timmons yes. from the boy band 98 Degrees to be in a boy band he was putting together called Overnight. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, it started uh, It started back in 2017, uh, I had uh, had audition for uh, The Voice, and I made it to the uh, blind auditions, but uh, I couldn't um, I couldn't follow through with them because I had like my final year in university. So uh, I kept in contact with the uh, casting directors, and then uh, through them, uh, they just uh, sent me with uh, Jeff Simmons from 98 Degrees, and they created a boy band called uh, uh, Overnight. And since then, you know, it's just been a great journey so far. Now this is. Um, a tribute band. So Overnight basically performs songs from the classic boy bands like 98 Degrees, Backstreet Boys, stuff like that. Yes, Is yes, that yes. how it went? Yeah. Yeah. And so what was kind of interesting... Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say uh, what was interesting yeah. is when you got into oh, it, yeah, yeah. They, had, they had you fly to Las Vegas meet all the other guys and live with them and kind of get to know them so that you could bond like a boy band before you performed. Yes, yes, yes. So the way, yeah. So uh, the way it works is that, uh, so Jeff has been, you know, a huge pioneer in the, in the music industry since, uh, you know, his, uh, he's performed with 98 Degrees. They, they were uh, nominated to a lot of Grammys, best friends with uh, Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys, from the guys from NSYNC. So he wanted to make like his own boy band, you know, like uh, since, you know, he felt like, you know, One Direction was a huge hit in England. So he wanted to do the equivalent in in, uh, in the U.S. So uh, since we didn't have, you know, we didn't have, it was such like a, a small time. And we, they flew us out to Vegas and we stayed there for two months to learn the set. Um, he thought it was a good idea to start doing, you know, covers first, you know, just to get the ball rolling and, you know, gain some attraction and, uh, you know, get, you know, like what we call it, get your feet wet first in, uh, in the field. Then, you know, sign a deal, hopefully with, uh, with Motown since 90 degrees were signed with Motown records and then, uh, start doing, you know, our own original songs. So, uh, yeah, so the, the, the whole, the whole experience has been great. You know, we had to learn, you know, how to dance, how to, how to entertain the crowd. And since that, you know, we've 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 uh, we've had shows in Vegas, Wisconsin, Seattle, you name it. You know, it's 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 been going good so far. Well, I gotta ask you because you look pretty young in your videos. Uh, were were you even born when, say, you know, the Backstreet Boys first came out? <laughs> That's a good question. That's a good question. No, no. So, I, ironically, I did not know who 98 Degrees were. You know, so when uh, when my manager got in contact with me, just like, listen, there's a uh, there's a uh, there's a guy, Jeff Timmons. You know, he's the founder. You know, he's the, he has like Nick uh, uh, Nick Lachey with him in a band and all that. He was married to Jessica Simpson. Blah blah blah. I was like, oh, this sounds all good. He was like, 
yeah, they want you to sing some 98 Degrees, some NSYNC. I was like, oh, the only thing I remember is Bye Bye Bye. And that's it from the, from, uh, from NSYNC. So, um, yeah, mm-hmm. I had to learn everything. <laughs> so when you got into the overnight, you know, experience, what were the boy band songs you really liked? Like some of these you probably heard for the first time, but, you know, which ones did you enjoy performing the most? Right. So uh, what's good about the show is that, you know, once we started talking to Jeff, we kind of came in in the middle and we, 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 we told him that, you know, it would be actually good to just include new stuff, you know, like the, like Justin Timberlake or like One Direction or the, the band The Wanted. So uh, it was not just like classic songs. So uh, I enjoyed doing a lot of, you know, like One Direction since, you know, it's very recent. Uh, I enjoyed doing uh, some Justin Bieber as well because uh, like in a whole show we have, you know, um, break dances and all that, but we also have like solo stuff where we actually pick a song and perform it ourselves. So my, the, the song that I, that I, that I picked was a Justin Bieber Despacito song, which was recent. So like when you see the, uh, when you see how the crowd reacts to like, you know, classics, but at the same time, uh, new songs for them, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a great show, you know, can't, can't complain. Well, one thing about the boy bands is there's always the potential you know, for one or two guys from the band to go solo down the line. And, like, when you talk about right. One Direction, you think of those guys now, uh, Zane and... Yeah, Zane, um, Harry, yeah, they all went solo. Harry right? Styles. And so it seems like good grooming. So what did you learn from Overnight that's now helping you as a solo artist? So what's good about what's good about the deal that I signed with, with the boy band is that it was not a 360 deal or or something like that. Like, well, I could still do my solo stuff, but I just have to, like, you know, um, be committed when we're on tour with the boy band. So what I, what I, uh, what I learned from them, it's a good question that you're asking that, is that, you know, I, I actually never, you know, had a chance to, like, tour and perform and, you know, kind of look at a venue beforehand and all that. So to me, it was really, uh, it was really, uh, you know, uh, productive. So uh, I, I learned, you know, too, how to deal with, you know, with the, with the sound guys, when to go to a venue, how to, how to follow my stage manager, you know, how to, uh, how to properly set up the stage, you know, stage left, stage right, where to move, how to interact with the crowd. Uh, we also had to do some media training, you know, since we, uh, we did some uh, interviews with Fox News, with uh, ABC, uh, NBC, and a lot of that. So it's, it's been very, you know, the, the my learning curve has been going, you know, uh, upwards, you know, since the start. So uh, now that I'm doing also my solo stuff in the meantime, it's really been helping me taking that attraction, that exposure, and just using it for, uh, you know, for uh, for my own self, which is, you know, Ilya, you know? Yeah, I read online someone compared you to Zane, of course, but also uh, Maluma, <laughs> who is so popular now. Uh, what do you think of those comparisons? Yeah, yeah so... Uh, the comparison with Maluma, I guess, is more like physical because you know we have like the same style, and a lot of my fan base on Instagram they uh, they like to compare me to uh, to him. Um, but when it comes to Zayn, I feel like it's more like, in my you know each boy band has like its own persona, so I'm the member that more of like a bad boy kind of like in a band because like even in my show I have like the cut sleeves and you know uh, it, it gives that reputation that kind of Zane used to have in one direction and he went solo afterwards. So uh, I guess, uh, I guess it's nothing but, but positive. So 
because those guys already made it. They're huge in the industry, and I'm starting fresh. So uh, hopefully, I can compare uh, to them like in a in a in a musical level as well at, at some point. You know, music is so global now, and you know, Maluma is such a big you know global superstar. And I know yeah. that your latest single, uh, Habibi, you know, it's been embraced in Morocco, which makes sense because yes, even though you're a Boston guy, you're also of Moroccan descent. I'm also from Morocco, yeah, 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 yeah. And so where were you born? That, is, is it, so I was born in Morocco. I was born in Morocco, and I stayed there until I was like uh, five, and then I came here with my mom, and I kept going back and forth, back and forth until the age of, uh, 16 that I moved in for good. And you and you speak French, Arabic, and English. Yeah, I speak. Yeah, and also Spanish that I had to learn here because you know Spanish is such an important language and a beautiful language. So uh, I speak four languages, and it's it's been helping me since you know all the songs that I'm working on right now that you know we're striking a deal, hopefully soon with uh, with Universal and Motown. Um, it's gonna help me, you know, since like. When you uh, you talked about Maluma, he became you know a uh, pop star worldwide. Even though he only sang in Spanish, and that's good because he took some reggaeton, which is like that Spanish flavor, but he also kept like the the, the American flow, something that will sell. So I'm trying to do the same thing, and not just like do the regular pop, but take something from the uh, from the North African and Arabic influences and add them into my own songs and have that touch, that, that oriental touch that even though I'm singing in English, it's pop, but it's kind of like a fusion style, you know? Well, America is like such a melting pot. Yeah. But right. we, I don't know, at least as far as I can remember, I, I don't think we've had like a, a, you know, someone of Moroccan descent really break out. So do you think like there's Actually, a lot yeah. of, you know, the Moroccan it's, community it's in America... Yeah, Who? yeah, yeah. French Montana, even though you know he's Moroccan, and he he's he's probably he's like the only Moroccan that's made it so far. There's also this huge producer, which is I don't know if you know him, but uh, this is going to be exclusive news. His name is Redmond. He's the one who made Lady Gaga. He's the one who worked with Mark mm-hmm. Anthony. He worked with like the huge um, singers that made it. So he's the guy that I'm meeting up hopefully soon this summer to sign a deal with and he's going to help me use and perfect that sound that that I could use to kind of appeal for not just only the Moroccan population in in, in the United States and worldwide but also the African and also the Arabs you know you know in, in the United States which is like a, a huge population and also give you know give America that insight that it's not you know it's not just you know, a lot of people have, like, different uh, misconceptions about, you know, Arabs and Africans, but, you know, also give them, like, you know, something fresh, something to hear, like a like a global pop star that they can look up to and just use it as an ambassador for the culture, you know? Well, it seems like a lot of people are looking to you now to be someone that they can identify with and say, hey, we yeah. want to see Ilya make it because we want to see more of us out there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, it's funny that you're saying that because, you know, I always like see the comments and, you know, I, I get a lot of DMs on my Instagram from people that share the same culture as me and uh, that also live in the United States and have pretty much the same personality traits. And they they say that, you know, it, it's good to have some, you know, someone that is not, you know, your typical, you know, pop star. Because we have Justin Bieber's, we have Maluma's, we have Zane's. We don't want a new 
you know, Justin Bieber. We want someone that's going to be different because what makes you stand out in, in, in the industry is that is your own, you know, authenticity, you know, what makes you you, you know. People like Justin Bieber because of, you know, his story. He came from Canada. He did this and that. But they don't want somebody else who's mm-hmm. going to have the same kind of style. So that's why I'm perfecting my sound to be as unique as possible. And do you hope to record in different languages? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, what I like about, you know, music is that, you know, it's such, you know, there's no limit to what you can do, you know. I can make a song, sing in Spanish, have a hook in, in English, and throw in some Arabic and French words in there, and people will just love it, you know, and especially nowadays that, you know, we live such in a globalized uh, world that, you know, people like hearing something different. It sounds more exotic, you know, it's different, so... You know, I, it definitely helps, you know, using different languages because it appeals to, like, a, a more, a bigger uh, crowd. Is your ultimate goal to, you know, to do world tours, to really travel all over the world? Yes, sir. Yes, sir, definitely. Um, I've had a chance to uh, to do it here in the United States with Overnight, and uh, it's been great. But I also want to do it, you know, solo because, you know, when, you, when you're in a boy band, you know, it's not just the focus, is not just on you. It's like four people. And since we have, you know, a, a, a management behind us, you don't get to have some sort of input. I mean, you do have a little input, but, you know, the overall show is not yours. While when you go solo, then you you're pretty much you're in control. You get to do what you want to do because that uh, portrays you as an artist instead of the whole as a group. So uh, ultimately, yeah, having a world tour and, you know, just uh, be a sensation hopefully soon. Well, that sounds great. Um, we're not going to wrap quite yet, but I just want to make sure before we do, uh, how can people find you online and how can they buy your music? Absolutely. Um, uh, you can definitely check me out anywhere on Google or Instagram. It's Ilya, I-L-Y-A. H. So I L Y A H. And on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, it's Ilya Official, I L Y A H Official. And on YouTube, just type in Ilya and all my music will be there. Excellent. Well, before we wrap up, I just want to give a chance to talk about your new video, Habibi, which yeah. I thought was yeah. not a, just a really catchy song, but the video was really striking. You've got you with some beautiful dancers, but there's also yeah. this great footage of you coming out of this really upscale store. I was wondering, where did you shoot that part, like the street scenes? So, shout out shout out to uh, Hisham Benchley Man, which is like this a huge Moroccan fashion designer. He's like a celebrity back in Morocco. He has a lot of stores in uh, in, in L.A. and uh, in Paris, you know, worldwide. So he was kind enough that he uh, he dressed me for the occasion. And that was in the middle, I think, uh, in Beverly Hills. Uh, the store is called The Royals, Beverly Hills. The whole song, Habibi, has been a concept that was, you know, uh, contemplating a while ago, saying that uh, I wanted to, you know, put the Moroccan flag out there in Hollywood. You know, so that, you know, and, and it was a great experience because when I was shooting the video, a lot of people were asking, like, what what flag is that? What flag is that? So, like, I had my team always remind them, like, oh, it's the Moroccan flag. It's that, you know. So uh, it's it's definitely uh, gaining attraction. Uh, I had an interview done in national TV in Morocco, and I was talking about it. And, 
you know, people were enjoying it. People were proud. You know, Moroccan people are very, uh, they have a huge sense of hospitality where once they see that somebody's, you know, being an ambassador for their country, there's nothing but love and support that follows through after that. You know, you talk about Morocco. I think a lot of people only know it from movies they've seen. And, you know, I've seen the pictures of, you know, the <laughs> Casablanca and the spice markets with those big pyramid-shaped yeah. stacks of spice. But, you know, what does Morocco mean to you? And if, you know, someone was to go there, you know, what would you want them to experience? Uh, well, definitely, you know, I, I, I encourage people to, like, you know, just visit everywhere, you know, in Africa or even, you know, Morocco is in Africa. But, you know, just get out of your comfort zone, you know, check out different cultures, see how other people, you know, uh, how they how they live their lives. And it's going to be nothing but, you know, uh, mind-opening and also eye-opening to, uh, to experience, you know, different things, you know. And uh, Morocco is a beautiful, is a beautiful uh, country. You know, the, the people are super nice. Like I said, hospitality is number one right there. And the food, man, is the best. So uh, visit Morocco or even Boston if you want to come and enjoy the cold and snow. Why not? <laughs> you know, like, you know, everywhere, the quarantine, I, I don't know if it was the same there, but it seemed to have started right before St. <laughs> Patrick's Day. And I know in Boston <laughs> that's such a big occasion. Did, did, did you get huge. to go out yeah. to, to, like, the like where all the Irish bars no. closed on St. Patrick's Day? No, like, no, no. All the Irish were staying home, so <laughs> um, yeah, it is a huge tradition here in, in in Boston, in Boston to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. But you know, I've, nowadays everybody's just like staying there indoors and respecting the quarantine and everything. Same thing is in Morocco, honestly. If anything, it's more it's stricter in Morocco because like they have a curfew that after 6 p.m. you can't be out. So uh, from this, you know, uh, uh, on the on this on this positive point, I want to say you know just to encourage everybody to stay home and just stay safe. And also I know that, you know, it will, it will end at some point and things will go back to normal and we'll just come back stronger from, uh, from that, you know? And when uh, the quarantine's lifted, will overnight be performing again? Yes, yes, yes. So we just signed a deal, um, a sponsorship, sorry, with Macy's and iHeartRadio. So we were supposed to do like a 30 day tour with overnight, you know, starting from uh, from Florida all the way up to Canada, uh, but unfortunately, you know, with the with the whole coronavirus thing, you know, everything has had to be postponed. So uh, I'm hoping that you know, in the summer, we're going to be back on the road, definitely get bigger, and perform a lot of festivals and venues, and at the same time, working on my you know solo career. And why not? You know, things will uh, will have a good start from there. And we're going to close with my favorite question, which is, and this is where you have to dream Absolutely. big, and you sound, you know, you're a dreamer. So if you could yeah. work with anyone, collaborate, a duet, another singer, a producer, songwriter, what would your dream collaboration be? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, my dream collaboration, <laughs> how about I give you two or three? <laughs> uh, oh, definitely, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, definitely. I'd say Drake, uh, for the reason that you know he's such a he's such a creative um, artist, and that everything he touches is gold. And I feel like with my R and B style and pop fusion, 
with something that he can, you know, rap, you know, rap with and in a song. I think the project is going to be fire, you know, especially, you know, with my producer, Razzy on the beat that I give a huge shout out to. Uh, I think the collaboration will definitely, you know, uh, be a top, top 100. And the second artist would be, you know, definitely uh, Maluma, since a lot of people, you know, like to compare me with him, uh, make a song that is going to be like reggaeton in Spanish, Arabic and English. And, you know, be the first person to rate that, you know? So, uh, yeah, those are dream collaborations so far. Well, I always think it's good to aim high because, you know, what do you have to lose? Absolutely. The sky's the limit. And we're fortunate enough to live in a country that, you know, gives the possibility to just, you know, reach whatever potential you want to reach. And, you know, that's why I love the United States in the first place when I came here since I was a kid, that I know the sky's the limit. If you work hard, if you have the right, you know, talent, and if you're at the right place, then no, nobody's going to stop you. Well, I appreciate you taking the time out today to talk uh, for everyone listening. His name is Ilya, I-L-Y-A-H, kind of one name like Maluma, which is all the cool people only <laughs> go by one name. And his band, <laughs> the Boy Band Tribute, uh, Overnight, and yep. Boston to Morocco. He spans the globe, and I think we're going to be hearing a lot more from you, Ilya. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me, for giving me the opportunity to, uh, to you know, express my uh, my thoughts and, you know, check out my stuff more and more to come. Mm-hmm.